G'day everyone, welcome to the show, this is Roll With The Punches podcast and I'm your host, Tiffany Cook. It is Saturday and I'm going to do a little episode today, I'm going to talk about manifestation because it's been kind of circling around in my world, well, not manifestation, or maybe it has, I don't know, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out in this chat. I want to talk about manifestation because it's been a bit topical lately. A few people have mentioned it. Had these, and because a few, few people have mentioned it, I've had all these ads popping up in my Facebook feed. Isn't that annoying when you have a conversation and then next minute Facebook's like, oh, here, you want to do this manifestation workshop? And manifestation is a funny one, so I thought I'd talk about maybe some my take on it, my um, malleable... Uh, not rock solid always. Let's see where we land with it. Take on manifestation. So it's funny because, uh, do you know what? One of the first books that I ever read, and this will be probably a bit of a contradiction to some things that I'll say about manifestation and my ideas around it soon, but I remember the, one of the very first books I, books I happened to pick up in this weird woo-woo shop in Melbourne when I moved here yonks ago. And at that time, I didn't read books ever. I didn't, I didn't, it was weird to me. It felt weird to me that I even was that I even picked up this book. My friend had walked into a incensey, woo wooey, crystally shop, and so I was strolling around having a look, and and I picked up this book and I opened up a page of it and I just had a bit of a read and I went, oh, I I get this. Like I get this. And that book, don't judge me, that book was the secret of all books. But hear me out. It, The thing about it was uh, there must have been a prologue or something. There must have been a little bit of an intro on what it was talking about. And I just remember reading of that first, I don't know, bit of a page and thinking, you know what, There's there's just been too many big things in my life that have happened at times where I have recognized my manifestation of those things, my the things that I have said, spoken with intensity in the lead up of. And for example, let me tell you one. I remember being in the lounge room of my, I lived in, with my uncle at this period of time in Tassie and I remember standing at the counter having this conversation with them. This was 20-something years ago, probably more. Anyway, we're having a conversation and I was looking at, at the time I was working full-time and part-time. So my day was working full-time at my job and then I worked part-time at a restaurant and often I would be doing overtime at my full-time job whilst even being on call for the restaurant. So if they got the right numbers, they would ring me and then I'd leave my overtime and go and do that. Like I was a little workaholic. Anyway, worked really hard and I was having this conversation and said I wanted to work on the spirit of Tasmania because I thought it would be really cool. The salary on that sounded really great for the amount you had to work and you'd get to go to Melbourne all the time. I was like, winning? I definitely, I'm doing that. And Jocelyn, my uncle's partner, she said, oh, I know someone here. So she gave me a name of someone for me to contact in regards to looking at getting a position on the boat. And she did that, blah, blah, blah. 
And I said at the time, you know what, I'm not going to – sometimes I just wish because I, I could see this pattern for, that forming. I go, sometimes I just wish that something would happen to force me to do stuff because I won't. I won't ever get do this. I'll keep working my two jobs and busting my ass like I am. Me, 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 me. And then not long after saying that, I had a car accident and I was fine. My car was totaled and I lost my license and so I lost my – I had a motorbike but I lost my second job so I lost my ability to be a workaholic. I had a lot of money in savings but not enough to pay to fix my car and I had to sell my motorbike because obviously I'd lost my license. Wasn't So I was like, wow. And in that moment I remember thinking – I remember a day when I, I fell to my knees in the lounge room and I was crying and I go, I asked for this. I said the words, I sometimes wish something would happen to force me because I won't do it. And then, bam, here we are and that happened. Anyway, further to that, so in the pro period of time between, you know, getting myself to work and not yet losing my license and all that, Oh, no, I did lose it straight away. What am I talking about? Anyway, I remember I worked in a creative a creative agency and I'd made up this brilliant little poster for my motorbike to sell it and I took that poster home. I was proud as punch. It looked awesome. I was quite a little marketer. And my uncle laughed at me. He said, ah, mate, you're not going to get that much for your bike. The alternator's fucked. It's this, it's that. And I go because I'm mouthy and can't be told anything in the world I said oh yeah well if it does I'm going to move to Melbourne with my dad and because my dad had lived in Queensland for a while and he had just landed himself a job at the wharfs in Melbourne and decided to stay he was actually bound to come home to Tassie he had his booked his ticket and the week before he got word back from the wharf and they said yep you've got a job so given that I said yep well if I do if I do sell it Uncle Greg I'm moving to Melbourne with my dad and lo and behold, a kid came round to look, the first kid that came round to look at that bike had the cash in his pocket. He did not negotiate at all. He just goes, yep, can I take it tonight? And I remember because my uncle wasn't home that night and I rang him up, I was kind of a bit stunned and a bit shocked and I knew what I'd said. But same thing, I kind of went, well, I said that. This this just feels like what I'm. This just feels like what I should do. So I rang my uncle. And I said, "I'm moving to Melbourne," and he's like, "What? What do you mean?" I go, "Well, I don't have a bike anymore. It's gone. I'm moving to Melbourne." So a couple of things. A couple of things like that had happened leading up to the time. That was one example. And there were a couple more, but I won't bore you with them. And I picked up this book that kind of stated the thing. You know, the power of our intentions, the power of our words and our self-talk and I went hang on this is not this doesn't feel new to me like there's a part of what is being said in this book that that I get and I actually already believe I be, like I believed and because I, I had this theory by then that when I get to a point in life and there's a decision to be made or there's a, there's a leap of faith to be taken and I stall and I get in the way of that then life every time 
fucking pulls out the big guns and goes, all right then, I will shoot you down. So you have to take that leap. Like it forces me into it every time because I always land on my feet with it. Like it all, it's always, a, it, there's always a sense of, ah, uh, this, I already knew this was the right decision and now life's making me do it. So I picked up that book and it was weird, but we talk about manifestation a lot and I one of my one of the things that grinds me the most is a lot of the people I see out there selling manifestation, selling manifestation court. Like you can't really sell manifestation, can you? Like come and manifest shit with me. It's like there's it's not very tangible. And I think that it's not I just don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't wanna polarize myself by being too opinionated. It's, I just think that manifestation is something that we need, that it kind of makes sense if we think about it in the right way. So I think what's important is like, what is manifestation? Manifestation is really, it's setting an intention and setting the wheels in motion for life or some people call it the universe or whatever whatever you want to call the thing, the thing that is outside of us. So there's this sense of outside of us-ness. It's how we and our, our focus and our mindset and our intention and our words start the ball rolling on something that allows life to manifest that thing into existence. What I think is really important is when we think about what manifestation is, is not adopting someone else's thoughts or description of it, even mine today. I'm just trying to throw ideas around about how I process it and think about it because it leans in a little bit to how I've often spoken about choosing your own beliefs and how I choose beliefs and what I think, why I think beliefs are important and and that it is important to actually choose them because they have an impact. Your, I think that your response to your interpretation of manifestation is the biggest thing. So A, what is your in what is your current interpretation of manifestation? Is it is it that you think that just saying that you want something and writing down some affirmations means that you're gonna get it? If that is that your interpretation of it, and then what is your if if that's your definition, your interpretation, then what is your response, your emotional and and psychological response to how you feel about that? And it's either going to be, yep, I'm on board with that, I feel good about that, that's what it is for me, or it's going to be, no, nah, it's absolute bullshit, and people that man- people don't manifest shit, and. You know, because why does bad stuff happen? So I think it's important to have a look at what we, what is our definition of manifestation? And I think my definition of manifestation is that, or here are some of my ideas around it or interpretations. When we make a choice to have an intention towards something, then we are opening our mind to that thing. And therefore... It is now in our conscious awareness. Think about the red car theory at this moment. When you buy a red car or a blue one or a white one, all of a sudden you notice all of the red cars on the road. 
Was it, did you manifest those red cars? Did you go, I want a red car and now all of a sudden there are red cars all over the road? Well, yes, there are, but there are no more than before. You're just noticing them because the blinkers are off because you've opened your mind to the red cars. We have a thing called the reticular activating system. It's the, the RAS. And what that is, is when there is something in our conscious mind, it is looking out for that. So red car, out we are in the street, red cars everywhere. So that's the first point. The second is, and this is all about how we feel, our, how, what, what is our response to, that, to the interpretation. So then I feel when I set an intention to manifest something, I'm taking action. So I'm ready to take action. So I'm ready to see. So sometimes, and this is true for me, I remember in 2020 I wrote three ludicrous things on what I thought at the time were ludicrous things on my bathroom mirror in chalk pen. I wrote a number of listens per week I wanted on the podcast that at the time I thought that's quite ludicrous, but I'm going to put that number up. That's how many weekly listens I want. And then I wrote that I wanted to have an appearance on a radio station and that I wanted to do something on TV, right? And I just thought they were ludicrous things. I was like, that's really fun. I'm just going to throw that up there. And within no time, all of those three things happened. Now, it wasn't mainstream TV, but my my old housemate contacted me and said, I want to pitch your podcast to Channel 31, right? And so then we went ahead and we did a few series of Roll With The Punches TV on Channel 31. And I went, well, I didn't specify a major network. I just wrote TV. So that's literally ticked that box. I had a couple of different interviews on and segments on a couple of radio stations. Shout out to Ray Bonnie. You're amazing. I was on with her a couple of times, uh, once remotely and once in the studio. But I remember that was super exciting for me. I was like, oh, like these things came to me. I wrote them on the window. I'd look on the mirror. I'd look at them often. I'd think about them. I'd take action, but they'd come from different places. They'd always come from different places. And this is the thing. The thing about manifestation in inverted commas is we think we just write something down or we say it a couple of times before bed and then it falls in our lap. Yeah, it'll fall in our lap. It will, you, it will not come from, I don't believe it will come from where we think it's going to come from. So get the blinkers off. But it also won't come because intention and action have to meet. We have to have the intention for something. Yes, I want this to happen. Now, what am I going to do? What energy am I putting out into the world? What are the wheels in motion that, that I am responsible for to get this happening. Like I am always taking, I'm not just sitting back and waiting. I'm, I'm having conversations. I'm networking. I'm, I'm putting ideas out there. I'm requesting information. I'm requesting opportunities from people. I'm doing all of this work, but, and the things always come from left field. So for me, that, that feels like when that happens, I go, Oh, that's, that feels like manifestation. It's nice, right? And maybe it's maybe it's real or well, what is real? What is, like reality is just what we believe and what we experience and what we know for us and from our perspective. So, for me, those things are true. For some people, manifestation is is true, and maybe because they naturally do without much thought, they naturally do the things that 
they are wanting to manifest, but they may they, they may be taking action, not realizing it. And this is the thing when we, what is your mindset? What, are you positive? Are you looking out for opportunities? Are you getting out of your comfort zone? I just, it's not a magic pill. And the whole, I just think sometimes we want to manifest shit and we just want it to come easy. And that's not what it's about. So there's just some of my thoughts. I'm going to leave it there, but I don't know. Let me know what you think about that. Just manifested this whole episode though. That's, that's great. We love it when we manifest a Saturday episode by myself with no guest. Tricky stuff. Hey, got some great, 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 great guests coming on. Let me tell you about a couple of the guests I've got coming on next week because I'm excited about them. I have got Bianca Spears we're doing on uh, – she's coming on tomorrow and laughter yoga, laughter and fun. She's very, very cool. Dr. Libby Weaver on Wednesday. She is equally amazing. I've got Just Tonight, which will come out, out in a, about a week and a bit. Um, just, yeah, just over a week. Gavin McCormick talking about Montessori schools and learning, and this was a super feel-good episode for me. I absolutely loved it. You, I think you're going to adore him. I just, oh, like I thanked him for humanity. I thanked him on behalf of humanity. What a dude. Anyway, that's it. Big love to you guys. Thanks for all of your support. Thanks for making it. I've got to, there's some really exciting stuff happening this year. Again, I'm going to reiterate there'll be announcements made throughout the year that are very, very cool. So keep your eyes peeled. Make sure you join the Facebook group, Roll With The Punches Podcast. Make sure you give me a five-star rating review because it helps the show grow so much. Big love.